So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. We have another fantastic episode lined up for you tonight because of the one and only Marissa Sweeney. She is in the green room waiting. She's literally clawing at the monitor saying, I want in, let's get this thing rolling. We'll bring her on in just a moment. The Mind Body Business Show, it is a show that we had developed with you in mind, the entrepreneur, the business person looking for that next vital piece of information, that tidbit, that secret that will take you another step closer to your goal of supreme success. And what we do on this show is interview only successful entrepreneurs from all over the world. Uh, Marissa Sweeney is absolutely no exception to that. You will find out why I say that in just a moment. And the Mind Body Business Show is about what I call the three pillars of success. And this came about by interviewing, or not interviewing, studying only successful people for about a period of 10 years, looking at what made them perhaps more successful than yours truly and other people? What were those key elements, those defining things that made them have, you know, achieve a greater level of success than, say, an average person? And those three things kept bubbling up to the top over and over and over, uh, this common theme, and it was mind, body, and business. Mind being that to a person, these very successful people had developed a very positive, very powerful, and here's the most important part, a very flexible mindset. And then body. Oh, you're going to learn a lot about body here tonight. I have a feeling, hint, hint, wink, wink. And that is these individuals also took care of themselves physically and nutritionally. They took care of themselves by working out, exercising, and ingesting the right foods and liquids. And then business. One of my all-time favorite uh, subjects, all of these are, but Business is so multi multifaceted. Uh, what these individuals did was they mastered various skill sets that are required to build a successful business, not only just to build one, but then to scale it and make it grow and serve even more people. And these skill sets are, uh, they involve things like marketing, team building, systematizing, leadership, uh, sales. It, it, I could go on and on all night about the different kinds of skill sets and being an astute individual as you are you know that mastering anything can take and does take a lot of time. And with that, please know there's good news. You do not have to master all of the skill sets that, well, I just mentioned a very tiny subset. You don't have to master even all of those by yourself. The cool thing and the great thing is if you master just one, if you were to master just one skill set, you could then leverage nearly all of the others by bringing in people who have mastered said skill sets. And that one skill set, if you want to concentrate on just one, which I would highly recommend you do, that would be the skill set of, drum roll please, leadership. Once you have mastered that one skill set, now you say, Brian, you know, I don't even have a team. I'm a solopreneur. Great. Master leading yourself as if you were a part of your team. Develop the culture you want in your business as if you have a team. Develop systems that go with that because with leadership, you must have systems. It all plays together. But as you learn the great skill set of leadership, you will then be able to bring in those individuals who had mastered other skill sets that you haven't yet or may never master due to the sheer time involved. And that's the good news for you. And that's a lot of what entrepreneurship is about. It's about leveraging. It's about asking for help. And you're going to learn a lot from Marissa on these topics tonight. I just know it. I know it. She's phenomenal. And speaking of phenomenal and speaking of skill sets and things that help you grow your business, another wonderful thing I found out by studying all these incredibly fantastic and successful individuals is that to a person, they were also very avid readers of books and not just any books, but the right books. And with that, I want to segue very briefly 
and then we'll come back to uh, Marissa here in just a moment. But very briefly, I want to segue into a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yes, there you see it. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Real quick word of advice before we take another step forward. And that is, I used to speak from stage quite often. And I would be on stage. And this was in the early stages of that. No pun intended. And uh, I would notice at one point where I'm getting to the juicy part, part because, you know, I'm speaking. I know where the good stuff is coming, the part that's the most impactful. And sometimes I would notice someone get up out of their seat and start walking to the door. They had to go to the restroom or they're looking at their phone because they got that all important text message or phone call. And I realized then and there, I said, I've got to do something about this because I would hate for you to miss one golden nugget, one tiny shred of information that Marissa has for you tonight that could change your life forever. So I implore upon you to focus and stay present in the magic happens in the room, as I like to say. Yes, this is a virtual room, but I think you understand where I'm going. Focus, pay attention, take notes. Instead of, rather than, scratching that itch to go take that URL, like reachyourpeaklibrary.com, and go typing away and clicking away and looking at that and taking your focus and attention away from Marissa, who is going to be dropping incredible bombs of value and knowledge and wisdom here tonight. So please, for yourself, not for me, but for yourself, do yourself a favor and shut off all distractions and get out a notepad and just just be present because uh, Marissa is going to bring it tonight. And she's probably going, my gosh, you're building me up too much. Stop it already. And so <laughs> what we're going to do is quickly go over reachyourpeaklibrary.com. And what it is, is it's literally a website that I had built with you in mind because I myself was not an avid reader for a long time. In fact, I did not become a voracious reader until about the age of 47 which is darn near 12 years ago. I know everyone's doing the math now. We'll get that out of the way. And so one of the great things was once I learned about this incredible gift of this, this thing called reading, my gosh, I started reading by listening on Audible. And that's what really made the, it was a game changer for me to be able to do that. And so I began reading voraciously. And this is a collection of every book I personally read and I vet because not every book I've ever read is in this library. They are only the ones that had a profound impact on me, either professionally or personally, or even both. And so it is not here for the purpose of making money. If you find a book on here that resonates with you that you haven't read, maybe you want to read it again, you don't have it, get it wherever you want to. I mean, just look at the title, go look it up. You don't have to get it from this website. The whole idea here is to, if you're not reading, start reading. If you are reading and you haven't, and you've, you've kind of faltered, get back into reading. If you're already reading avidly, maybe you'll find another book on here that you'll go, hey, I haven't read that one yet, or I want to read it again. Uh, that is what Reach Your Peak Library is all about. So that is our gift to you, uh, to have you have an, a resource that can literally, quite literally, change your life for the better. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Write that down and visit it after the show is over. So write all these things down, wait till the show's over, and then visit them then. And then speaking of visiting things, you know what? I think it's time we bring on the star of this very show, and that is none other than Marissa Sweeney. Let's bring her on, shall we? Here we go. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. Yes, and there she is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one. It is the only Marissa Sweeney. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Marissa? I'm doing well. Thank you. How about you? Oh, I'm doing I'm doing fantastic. I'm really excited about tonight because of what you bring. And uh I just want to get into it. I want to let people know what an amazing individual you are, a very accomplished individual, and your message that you have for others that are looking to do something similar to you to become as successful as you. Uh, as we were talking just before the show, I thought, oh, that was point on. Uh, that could have been our show right there and nobody heard a thing. It was awesome. And so <laughs> I want to give you the the credit you deserve by giving you a, a really well, thoroughly written intro to you. You wrote it. I didn't write it. Uh, and I'll give you all the credit. But is would that be OK with you, Marissa? Oh, of course. 
Oh, fantastic. Marissa Sweeney is the owner of Be Well in in Integrative. Gosh, I thought I was going to get that the first time. Health Services. <laughs> Be Well Integrative Health Services. I'm going to do it right. There you go. A wellness centered uh, headquartered in downtown Morristown, New Jersey. Be Well IHS houses a team of health professionals from various areas of wellness that provide a complete and whole approach to patient care. In addition to Be Well, Marissa is also the creator and owner of the New Jersey Veg Fest. This is pretty awesome. New Jersey's official vegan food festival. The New Jersey Veg Fest brings together vegan and plant-based businesses, nonprofits, product developers, restaurant owners, public vendors, oh, public figures, community leaders, speakers, influencers. Huh, I'm running out of breath. Over, <laughs> listen to this, everybody, please lean in and listen. Over 30,000 attendees and 500 vendors every year from all over the country. She is also a current doctoral candidate. She's working on a doctorate degree, yeah, uh, at <laughs> University of North Florida. Oh, I had I didn't even see that one, Marissa. I just moved to Florida. That's awesome. Aside yeah. from her business adventures, Marissa does an extensive amount of volunteering and nonprofit work. I don't know where she fits all this in, to be honest. She is the immediate past president of the New Jersey Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, founding member of the Morristown Women in Business, founder and past president of the Morristown Mayor's Wellness Campaign, advisory board member for Sustainable Morristown, yes, there's more, and food and nutrition advisory board member at St. Elizabeth University. That is such an impressive, impressive intro. I normally don't read off a very long intro like that, but this one warranted it because Marissa, you are an amazing woman. You have done a lot of things. You've accomplished a lot. And I know everyone watching and listening here tonight or afterward on a recording is going to get immense amount of information and value from you. So thank you so much for uh, volunteering your very valuable time to be here with us tonight. I appreciate it greatly. Oh, thank you. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh my goodness. Ooh, this is gonna be fun. Uh, one of the things I love to open up with is concerning the area of what's going on in the noggin, because as, as the show title states, Mind Body Business, uh, I'm a firm believer that the mind and the body are a team and more important, they are your team. And if any member of any team is not operating at peak levels of performance, then the team as a whole suffers. And with that, when it comes to entrepreneurship, mindset is huge. And, and mm -hmm. um, I'm curious about you, Marissa, you have, my gosh, you have so much going on. I can only imagine the challenges you face every single day, the, the hurdles you have to, to clear, the setbacks that you have to get back up from and dust yourself off and move forward. I am very curious, and I love to ask this question of so many successful people like you, and that is when you get up in the morning and you know what's what's in front of you, you already know it. You probably laid it all out the night before or maybe mm -hmm. even first thing in the morning, but you know there are those moments, those times, those things you don't want to really tackle, but you know you must in order to keep going. What is going on in your beautiful brain that is keeping <laughs> you driven, motivated to keep going forward and serve people throughout the day, the week, the month, and the year ahead? I, I just absolutely love doing it. I love doing all of it. Um, I'm so heart driven with the work that I've done and, and just being an, entre an entrepreneur, the work I've done is work I've created. So it is my, it is what I've funneled all my time and energy and effort and heart and soul into. So absolutely. I mean, whoever said that quote that if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life is, has never been an entrepreneur because you love what you do and you will work every minute of your life. But I love it. I love everything about it. And I think that kind of heart driven and also just being grateful for the opportunity to do it. You know, there's so many people that have a dream and have a vision and they work to have it come to fruition. And for whatever reason, and there's a multitude of things and variables and the stars aligning in certain ways that don't make it work out for people. So I just wake up with a sense of gratitude every day for the, just the ability to do it and the chance to do it all. So that that keeps me going in a big way. I think you hit on a key reason that a lot of folks um, don't succeed in their endeavors. On the, and I love how you just changed that up. If you love what you do, you will never work a day in your life. It's just the opposite. If you love you, what you do, 
what it will do is it will propel you and compel you to keep working harder than ever because that's what it yeah. takes a lot of hard work. Without that love, it wouldn't happen. And I think that's where a lot of people end up falling short that they're, they think they love something, but really what they love is the idea of making money and that's their real mm -hmm. focus. And when that becomes one's focus, that's when people tend to fail. Uh, have you noticed that in your walk, walk and talking with so many other entrepreneurs? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've met a lot of other entrepreneurs, especially owning two different businesses in two different industries. Um, I mean, there's some overlap with them, but you know, you get to see all different types of entrepreneurs and there's types that really lead with their head and not so much their heart. And there's people that really lead with their heart and maybe not so much their head. And I feel like there's a really delicate balance that has to happen between the two of them in which you can lead with your passion and you can go with what you really see yourself doing and see yourself creating, but then you also have to be smart about it at the same time. And sometimes when that imbalance is there, things unfortunately don't always work out. And it's a struggle. I think it's a struggle that entrepreneurs deal with every day, regardless of your level of success. Yes. Oh, hey, we've got Gene. Uh, I don't know. How, I guess NG Web3. Greetings from Malaysia. Welcome. My goodness. All the way from beautiful Malaysia. And we have Chris Anyatan. Good day, Brian and Marissa. Hey, great to have you on, Chris. And uh, love interaction and audience participation as well. But I love what you just said about balancing your heart and your head. Because, I mean, it sounds to me... This is like, you've probably noticed in your walk over the years that, ooh, as the dog barks loud, I love it. Yes, Sorry. you let the dogs out. That's good. It's all right. It's live <laughs> and unscripted. Down in just a moment. It's all right. It's all raw. It's beautiful. Um, and you know what? I did say audience participation, didn't I? So that's, that's the right. Dog. Yes. Yeah. My dog had a question. <laughs> <laughs> probably said, when's, when's dinner? <laughs> <laughs> that probably was his question. <laughs> but yeah. I, there's a like a I would call it a debate amongst certain groups about the importance of truly, truly loving what you do versus should you just be good at what you do, but you don't really need the passion or love behind it. Uh, what you've you've experienced this. Uh, what is what is your thought? What's where do you come from that debate? Uh, which side of the fence? In terms of sorry, say that again. Of, of loving so what I... you do. You know, how important is it to love what you do to become successful at it? You know, is it I really think, important or is it just, yeah, it doesn't matter. Just go make money, find something and I, hang your hat on it. I think so. Everybody has a different walk of life. Right. Um, and I think people look for passions and happiness, you know, in, in different parts of their life. And, but I think there's some people, and I think this is where you get your entrepreneurs, especially the small business entrepreneurs that are just so heart driven about what they do. And that's what they're called to, to have their heart be invested in. So I think especially when it comes from um, when it comes to business owners that own small businesses, you're building something original from the ground up or even if maybe you buy into a franchise or something like that. And you are now the person that is in that location every single day or you are the person that's putting in the work and creating and doing and and your hands on with it every single day. If your heart's not in it, that business is going to suffer. So I think it's really, really important. And to touch upon something that you had said before, if somebody on your team, um, whoever that is, whether that be like your team advisors that you have, your team of employees that you work with, if somebody on your team is of a mindset that is either disconnected or disengaged or whatever the case may be, that they're not able to contribute to the group, the whole thing is going to not operate as it should. And especially you being a leader, if you are now that person that is either disengaged or uh, not committed, or distracted in like some sort of a way. I mean, you, you're now affecting the whole, the entire, the entire production. So I think it's really important to have your heart invested in something. But again, it goes back to that balance of of head and heart. But heart is important. Yeah, and I I totally agree with that whole thing where you said, especially when you involve the team. It, it's like I'm sorry, but I got to bring it up. It's like a dog that can sense fear. <laughs> mm -hmm. we, yeah. had a dog, we had a dog starting on the show just a moment ago, because what happened is if you, the leader, aren't truly into what you're doing, everyone senses it. Everyone. Absolutely. And they sense yeah, your absolutely. level of commitment, your level of love and passion. And the thing is, is everyone tends to follow the leader and act. I mean, this is all about building a culture 
and you can build literally build a culture just by being the leading example to do that. What do you what do you think about that? I 100% agree. There's a quote in my office actually that is framed and it's said by Oprah Winfrey and it's that you are responsible for your own energy. Because every time you walk into the door, I'll just use be, be Well as an example. Every time you walk into the door and Be Well as an employee, as a staff person, as whoever you are on this functioning team, or even with the VegFest, like every time you get on the on a, on a call or, or a planning virtual meeting, whatever it is, your energy rubs off onto people and influences their state of mind. It influences their ideas, their suggestions, how they participate in the creative process and conversations more than maybe you might realize, probably a whole lot more than you even realize. So I think it's important, especially as an entrepreneur, especially as a leader, to be uh, acutely aware of the energy that you are bringing with you everywhere you go at every second of the day. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be in a certain you know, state of mind all the time. You know, I think that is also part of being an entrepreneur is that you have to know how to compartmentalize whatever it is that's going on in your life, whatever's happening outside of your work so that you can be as hyper-focused as you possibly can be for not only the sake of your business, but the sake of your team and the sake of what you're hoping to create. So I think it's really important. And it's like a, um, it's like a self-perpetuating or perpetual machine where if you are mm -hmm. passionate about what you do, the energy will be there when other times it may not, if you're not as passionate. Uh, it's interesting. It's so true what you just said. Uh, because I literally was just talking to a client uh, not long before we came on the show and we've actually become very, very good friends and he knows me really well. And he said, yeah, I'm noticing you're not like as high energy as you normally are. And you're, there's something not right. What's going on? I'm like, wow. And I appreciated mm -hmm. him for bringing that up because yeah, I've got a lot of stuff going on, stress in my life. We're in, we're in between moving from all the way across the country. We're in an Airbnb awaiting a lot of mayhem to settle down in the closing oh, wow. on both sides. We know we're selling one house in California, buying one here. And it's just been crazy uh, for almost a month. And it's just, uh, I'm, I'm ready to be done with that. But he sensed oh, yeah. it. And so what you said is absolutely true because I was, you know, basically projecting that energy out there and he noticed or lack thereof. And he noticed mm -hmm. it. And I, I kind of did one of these internally, like, wake the heck up, Brian. Don't, don't be showing up <laughs> like that. We well, are it does human. sound like a lot. That does sound like a lot to move across the country. You know, moving is a big production always. Whew. We had no idea. Uh, we had no idea. We've never, uh, yeah, we've never purchased a home that someone else already owned. We've had two homes in our in our walk together, my wife and I, and they were both brand new. So we never had to worry about selling one and all the mayhem that went on with that. Mm -hmm. and, but the moving into a new one is super simple compared to this. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different topic. Uh, and the whole point, though, is definitely uh, you want to do what you can individually, everyone out there, for your health, for your mental uh, well-being, your physical well-being, because all of that is is just there for the world to see. And they will notice. And in um, the more energy you can come with, that's authentic the better because they're going to feel that energy. They're going to, they're going to get, get sucked into your passion and say, I, they're going to, they're going to be like people going to Marissa's big veg fest, 30,000 people because they, they got her vision. I mean, my God, what did that feel like when you had an arena full of freaking people uh, at the event you created? I mean, I can't, uh, that had to be unbelievably fulfilling each and every time. Oh, yeah, I, it is each and every time. And we've thrown over 40 events now. We just recently went back and did the math of it all over the past like eight or so years. We've thrown over 40 events, which is wild. But every single time, every single time I'm blown away by I almost have this crazy positive existential crisis in the middle of that every single time that something like this could possibly be happening. It really started with just to give you a little bit of a background. It really started with um you know, a little bit over 10 years ago, I was the seemingly the only vegan in Morristown. I was the only one that I knew apart from this other woman named Kendra, who just lived a block over from me. And we just happened to bump each, into each other in the street one day. And we talk about if we hadn't bumped into each other, we would never be doing this veg fest. But she said, oh, I, I have this idea. I'm so glad I bumped into you. We should really try to do what we can to try to make some community around veganism um, it would start in Morristown and try to pull together whoever has a single vegan restaurant menu item, whoever's doing anything to try to really create community because back in, you know, New Jersey, like 10 years ago, there was none. So, um, 
we soon realized that Morristown wasn't big enough to really have any kind of an event because there was hardly anybody. So we we're like, let's try Morris County. And they were like, well, wait, we really have to do like the entire state of New Jersey. So, and we did it in a hotel that was right at the street from us in Morristown, New Jersey. And what, what do we know about event planning? Nothing to that scale. So we were just kind of winging it, you know, apart from like little parties that thrown at my house, that was the extent of my event planning experience. And we just told everybody on social media, Oh yeah, you could buy a ticket at the door, no problem. We didn't send, we didn't incentivize people, which you know we really should have. In hindsight, lots of lessons learned to buy their tickets early, so we can anticipate how many people were there. The hotel is like, yeah, have no cap, just let as many people as you want. Uh, so we sold 200 tickets in the pre-sale. We were like, wow, we're going to have an event. This is absolutely amazing. And then 2,000 people showed up, and it was far beyond capacity. Whoa. And you know, and like I said, this is like eight or this is now eight or so years ago. It took us two years to really try to cold call people, try to pull people, and they were like, "Who are you guys?" We had no track record whatsoever. And uh, and we realized then that New Jersey's ready for this. We were like blown away. New Jersey's ready for this. We didn't even know if we were going to be able to pull together enough vendors and enough people and enough community leaders and participants to even have an event. So the fact that we did, and it was way overpacked and the fire marshal was like, you guys can't do this again. <laughs> we moved to a big, we moved to a bigger venue and that's when we moved to the Meadowlands and we turned it into a two day event and I'm blown away. I'm blown away every time, every time. Describe to people what the Meadowlands are. So the Meadowlands is a lot of people know the a lot of people know the Meadowlands is where the New York Giants play. There you go. But it's actually a it's like a, a campus, I guess you could say, or like a like the Meadowlands is always like a few different arenas. So it used to be it might even still be called the Izod Center, which is like a huge arena. And then there's Giant Stadium. Giant Stadium might be called something else now. I feel like all the stadiums went through name changes. But where the New York Giants play, their stadium is there. Um, and then there's that whole, um, it's not Mall of America, but it's something like that. It's, it has a ski slope and it's like this ridiculous, insane, it's like one of the biggest malls in the country. Um, and then there's this huge convention center. So that's all part of like the Meadowlands. So we are right outside of Giant Stadium in the convention center that is next to it. And we do have to be mindful of when the Giants are playing there because the traffic to get to our event is a little Ooh. crazy and, yeah. you know, but, uh, but it's all good. It's all good. So yeah, that is what the Meadowlands is. Everybody in New Jersey knows what the Meadowlands is, but I understand this is reaching people far outside of New Jersey. So that is what it is. That's impressive. And so did, how many showed up to your very first event that you did with your neighbor? The very first event, we uh, we had 2,000 people showed up and we only had 30 The first vendors. one. The first yeah, the, one. The very first one, eight years ago. But it really ah. took us two years. It took to us two full years of cold calling people gotcha. and, and you know, showing up at restaurants that had, you know, a, some sort of bs vegan item on their menu we're like hey guys do you want to come like just to pull together some sort of community and the fact that two thousand people showed up and we were completely not prepared for it um it, it was panic inducing but it was also <laughs> after the event was over and we got through it and everything seemed to be fine we were like wow new jersey's ready for this so it was amazing yeah and that's incredible but i i commend you guys both of you for putting the work to you know two years of effort and that's, that's not, a lot. yeah, and it's not menial, light, light weighted effort at all. Putting on any event and putting butts in seats as we would do for seminars and events, it is a very arduous, long, and painstaking task. And it does require more than one person to do it, typically. And like you, you know, cold calling, uh, you mm -hmm. know, boots on the ground, you're actually visiting places to garner up interest and bring others and vendors and things. And it takes a lot of time and effort, but. Looking back now, can you see the, the rewards that you have reaped from that incredibly hard work? I know you can, but what do you tell people who are looking to, you know, just do a, a quick seminar and they want to fill 50 seats for their event? I mean, what are they looking at? What is in front of them that they may not be seeing when they have these grandiose ideas of, oh, 50 seats, I can, I can fill that, no problem. I think you have to, um, and this is just from my own experience, I think you have to take whatever opportunity. Like, I feel like sometimes people don't even realize, I'm sure we've all heard the the phrase, you got to play your cards right. But I sometimes feel like people don't even realize there's cards in their hand. Like they don't even realize that the opportunity is right in front of them. So um, with, you know, eight years, 40 events, not all 40 of those events were in like the monster stadium. 
and you know uh, the big convention hall in Asbury Park, there were a lot of like little like we used to do. We used to call them vegan pop ups in in a bar in Morristown mm. where we can only get twenty vendors in there, and like we just did. We we took and we filled whatever we were able to get. And we kept our name out there and we slowly build, uh, we built our reputation and people got to know who we were. And it led us to be able to have these big scale events. Like you will get there. Um, I think a lot of people might kind of scoff on the idea of like, oh, well, I'm not going to do something where I can only fill 20 seats because I want 50. Um, and that's great. That 50 will be yours if you keep on working at it. But like, don't necessarily pass up an opportunity to get those 20 people on board with what you're doing. Um, because you're looking at something bigger. Like sometimes that stepping stone yeah. allows you to get there much easier. I've been through this uh, personally. I have a friend who just went through it where his first event, I think he got over 50 people. He wasn't even expecting it. The second one, they were looking to go even more and he got less than the first. Mm -hmm. And his attitude and mindset were impeccable. He knew what it took to get the first uh, group of people. And and he did it in less time, by the way, than the second one. He put more time and effort in. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. Man, that there, there's always these disappointing dips and valleys that you go through. But you know what? The attitude was, so what? I've got maybe 20 people. I'm going to put on the best daggone event I've ever put on. These people showed up, and they're going to get the best out of me. And I love that. That's the attitude. It's like no matter if just – I've had – Meetup groups, you know, you do meetups. We would do these leading up to seminars to bring people in, get them interested in the full two-day seminar instead of a two-hour. And, uh, you know, one person might show up. Sometimes I had zero show up. And I, at that time, luckily, I'd have somebody there uh, helping me, maybe my wife or my son or a teammate. And I would just turn on the recorder and say, let's just do it anyway. It's seat time. I get to practice. Uh, but always show up and always be there and always give everything you got, no matter how many people show up. It's not about the numbers necessarily. You just said it. How do you know one of those 20 or any of them, maybe several of those 20 might be, the, they're there for a reason, right? Yeah. And some of those may end up being lifelong business associates, partners, or just friends and acquaintances, but it's always, yeah. always good to keep going forward. Is, is that you're nodding like emphatically to the whole thing? So, oh, so yes. No, talk. because you're absolutely speaking my language and I agree 100%. Like a big motto of mine that Kendra and I have said back and forth to each other with owning the veg the veg for, for so long is you got to keep on keeping on. So you know, there's going to be events where you know we think like, oh, you know, there's times that we thought that we were on top of the world, we are untouchable. You know, look at this like market that we have, and our events are only getting bigger. And then for whatever reason, you know, a lot of times it's it's. It, comes unexpected you have an event that not as many people show up and you try a different venue and you think it's going to be a, a complete slam dunk and then turns out people don't really like that venue too much or it's not as accessible to this crowd or your target market and like oh it rained this day so people didn't feel like coming out and there's so many different variables that um you know i think it's very easy as an entrepreneur to um pour your heart and your soul and your time and your effort into something and that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to turn around and produce success for you. Like it really right. doesn't. So I think there's a level of having a thick skin and you got to keep on keeping on. Yeah. You got to be in it to win it because you invested in the event venue that like that costs money uh, in all the things that go in building it and getting the vendors to show up and working whatever deals you have with them. And it's, it's not for the, the light of heart. And I would, yeah, I would never, I would never recommend doing that alone, going in alone. In yeah. fact, what about getting an event coordinator that doesn't, you know, that knows what they're doing out of the shoot, um, maybe work out a deal where you give them a percentage of something instead of paying everything. I don't know. It's just, it's a difficult mm -hmm. thing to do harder than a lot of people think they just show up and they see everything there. They don't know about all the blood, sweat and tears, two years worth of effort that went into your first one. I mean, they have no oh, clue. Oh yeah. It's yeah, awesome. No clue. No clue. I mean, there were some events that we had. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I was just going to say there's some events that we've had where like people had no idea the level of chaos that was going on behind the scenes, <laughs> especially early on where we're like, oh my goodness, people have no idea. And then we would hear the feedback from the event. We send out all these post-event surveys and people were like, this was amazing. I loved it. Oh my God. And we were like, you have no idea the absolute <laughs> train wreck that happened behind the scenes. But yeah. if it works, it works, you know? So again, keep on keeping on. All the seminars, it's bringing back memories. The seminars I was involved with with my mentor and 
you know, we do 15 minute breaks and people go out and then we're like just buzzing like, okay, we got to fix that microphone. And oh no, the guest speaker that was supposed to be here isn't here. We got to change up the, the syntax and change it. And it's just like mayhem. And then they come in like, welcome back. And we're all just normal again. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And people have I no actually, idea. I actually fed off of that. It made it really exciting. It was mayhem, but it was also, we always pulled it off, you know, one way or another. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was due to leadership in that case. And so I can see that you have developed that uh, leadership skill. There's no way you couldn't have because of the level of success you've acquired, especially with the events. That's just still, that's so impressive to me, Marissa. You have no idea how impressive that is. That's Thank not you. easy to do and you're doing it consistently. And uh, you've brought... You said it multiple times. Uh, I've read it multiple times on your website and your bio. You have this one word that you seem to hang your hat on. And it starts with a capital letter C called community. Mm -hmm. And so what would you tell a budding entrepreneur? What would be a good way for them to get started in building a community? And where, how would it be? I mean, Facebook groups. I mean, what are making cold calls or getting involved in like, BNI, Business Network International, or, or what What would your, today, what would your advice be to someone that's looking to develop and build a community to surround their idea and their passion? I've spent the better part of, so I won't be well now for almost 11 years, and I've spent easily the better part of that 11 years, especially in the beginning, like, like I'm going to say easily the first five years just being a networking machine, an absolute networking machine. Every opportunity that I could possibly um, have to maybe meet somebody else, there might be a connection to somebody else. You never know. Like you can meet somebody, um, even even randomly, you could just be in a social situation and like turns out that that person will make a connection for you years from now. So um, I think whether you work in an industry like mine, which is very people oriented, or not, it doesn't matter. It is completely about who you know. It goes back to what's the energy that you're giving off, what's the impression that you're giving off. And even if you don't have a lot of time to really talk to somebody for them to get to know you, like they're gonna get a sense a little bit of who you are and just speaking a few words. So I think it's really important, again, to be really in tune with the energy that you're giving off and making sure that that it's a positive one. And, and that person might be a connection for you either immediately or, or down the road that you had never thought about. So it really goes back to, to who you know and, and your relationships with people. I think no matter what, I do everything in my power to never, ever, ever burn a bridge. Even if a situation came up and this is, you know, I, I feel very lucky. I've never had a situation where somebody like really tried to screw me over hard or something like that. I'm still not going to burn a bridge with you. Like I can gracefully bow out, but you just never know, you know, you just never know how the world continues to spin and things continue to evolve and when you might cross paths again. So, so true. And so it sounds to me like your key to success, or at least one of them is developing one at a time, one-on-one -on -one deep relationships with individuals as deep as you can. And then yeah. seeing where that takes you. And I'm so Absolutely. glad that you're you're saying this because I, I've talked about it many, many shows where you know how everyone's looking for the next greatest marketing strategy. What works? Like what 20 years ago, I was able to take a list of people on an email, send it to them, and make money. That doesn't mm -hmm. happen at, at hardly at all anymore. There has to be nurturing and give them value up front, give them videos so they can see you and know, like, and trust you. And this buildup and this incredible amount of time it takes. And then when you finally get there, they still don't want to because there's no relationship really. And mm -hmm. uh, the one, and then what works today, marketing wise, I don't even know. There's so many, there's word of mouth. There's all kinds of different ways. May not work 10, 15, 20 years down the road, these marketing strategies. But one thing constant I've learned by interviewing amazing people like yourself is what worked 20 years ago. There's one thing that did work 20 years ago that still works today. That will work probably forever. And that is what you're talking about is relationship building. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's how you can build your community. Like I think we all are part of different communities within our lives, like communities associated with our businesses, our professional lives, our home lives, families, friends. And it's almost like a big diagram of how everything influences mm. each other and touches upon each other and, and, and shares. And um, the more people you get to meet, the more relationships you get to make, the more you can kind of build these communities uh, to benefit you and also to allow you to thrive. 
I think in a lot of ways, both professionally and personally. So yeah, community is big. Community is big. And you know, Marissa, you've, you've done so many things. You've accomplished so much because you're a go-getter and you just go out there and build those relationships. Uh, you've been on television many times, especially on one channel. I saw a little post about that earlier and uh, yeah, we won't go down that, that path tonight, but um, it was a good thing overall because you've been a repeat guest on a television show, one, one in particular, but on other venues and things. And I just wanted to give a moment and take a pause and say, let's find out. I would like for everyone here to know what it is Marissa Sweeney does. You know, what is your business? Who, who do you cater to? Who's your avatar, your, um, your, your ideal client or clients? Mm -hmm. And then if you have, I'm sure you do, if you have a success story or two you'd like to tell behind that, I'm sure everyone will love to hear that because who doesn't love a good story, especially when it's a true one and it has a happy ending. So if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to pull up your website and just let you take it away and give people a great idea of what it is you do. And maybe they'll find out, hey, Marissa has something that can help me. Or they may just say, I know someone else that she can help uh, and, and make that connection later. Would that be okay? Oh, of course. Yeah. Fantastic. So I feel like I've talked a lot about the vegan food festival. So I will, uh, I'll talk about Be Well a little bit more. So I wear a few different hats at Be Well. I um, am a registered dietitian nutritionist. I um, am in the process of about a year and a half away or so of getting my doctor of clinical nutrition degree. I'm on my way. <laughs> and um, I also manage Be Well, which is a team of different health and wellness practitioners that I've brought together underneath one roof so that we could all work together as a team to provide a very holistic and well-rounded approach to patient care. Because often, and really what inspired Be Well, is that like you'll go to see maybe one health practitioner or a wellness practitioner, and they'll say, oh, you should probably work. Well, let me refer you to this person. And they give you a business card and you know it gets lost somewhere. You throw it in the trash. You now have to go to a location number two. And, you know, I've you've never been there before. I don't know about this place. Maybe I'm just not going to do it at all. And, and the connection's lost and it's often lost rather than if everything is provided for you underneath one roof, then uh, people are more likely to engage with it. And now you have not this silo effect of, well, this doctor told me to do this, which is at odds of what that person told me to do, which is at odds with this person. And we all work as a, as a team for you which I really think having coming, having come from the clinical world and working in hospitals for years is something that um, Western medicine is really lacking in a huge way, lacking in a huge way. So that's, I do nutrition counseling, but we also have yoga. We have a mental health team, uh, physical therapy, acupuncture, Reiki, and um, I'm sure I'm missing a few others, massage therapy. And that yoga studio really kind of serves as a community space, as in not only do we do yoga classes there, but we have support groups that are there. We have seminars, we have speakers that come in, we have events. So um, it kind of serves as this nice little uh, area in which we all kind of collaborate together and create programming classes and, and invite everybody in to, to experience it all. So that is Be Well. And I've had Be Well for, like I said, a little bit just shy of 11 years and uh, success stories. Let me think. I got to tell you, I'm so, this goes back to what I was saying before. I am so unbelievably grateful for just the opportunity to have Be Well and the fact that this figment of my of my imagination is now, this has come to fruition and materialized that even like the littlest little achievement from somebody uh, is, is a is a success story for me. I've worked with a lot of, we partner with a big, um, they're called Reproductive Endocrinology Group. They're the largest in the world. So they're a medical group that specifically focuses on uh, women who want to become pregnant and who are pregnant. And a lot of these patients, a lot of these individuals will do anything to have a baby. And nobody thinks that you're ever going to have a problem getting a big, having a baby until maybe you start trying and people aren't trying until later on in life. And they wait until they have their career and their life settled financially. And so it comes as a big surprise. So um, when you find out that, you know, after the hard work that you've put in with this patient and, and they put in with themselves that they end up having that baby and, and then come back for more services to follow with all the prenatal stuff, that is huge. And that'll blow me away every single time. Um, so there's stuff like that, but people, one of the kind of beautiful things about Be Well, I think, is that people create their own path. 
of whatever services and whatever healing modalities they feel they need. So sometimes people find their way in through me. They'll they'll come in for nutrition counseling. And to do that, you have to pass by the yoga studio and you probably have to run and you probably have to say hi to our psychologist as you go by. Like, so you get to introduce to the services just being there, but maybe they start with me and then they find themselves maybe with like one of the counselors and they're like, well, let me try a yoga class. And while I'm here, I can get a massage. Um, and some people just come maybe for one modality. They're just like, I'm here for this and I want to leave. And But the options are there for them for the taking and it's at their disposal. So I like the fact that it's almost like a create your own story as you walk in and we'll guide you along the way and we'll help you and we'll give you advice. A lot of us take insurance. So it's, you know, especially the nutrition counseling is considered preventative care. So nobody really pays anything. It's all insurance. Wow. Um, and then people can take what they need. You know, it kind of invites people to have a little bit of introspection and and have a little bit of 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 insight of what is it what is it that I need because here here it all is for me for the taking um, so that I find to be a success story too like when I see people create their own path because they are coming to terms or at least recognizing what it is they feel that they need in their life is huge so that always brings me a lot of joy too. And isn't that truly what it comes down to is the gratification we as entrepreneurs feel by having something to do with someone improving their lives, whether it be a yeah. small part or a large part. Uh, but at least if we had something to do with that, it's like so gratifying. And I'm telling you, Marissa, I bet you're the same way that if money were not a necessity in life, we'd still do what we're doing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm a huge sucker. <laughs> like if somebody, you know, if it's a situation where somebody like doesn't have medical insurance anymore for like XYZ reason, I can't tell you how often I'm like, oh, just come in anyway. You know, because if there's if there's a way if somebody it takes a lot, I think, from any individual to approach somebody else, especially somebody like me, where you know maybe I'm not your family member or maybe we don't even know each other outside of just like, you know, maybe you just Google me on the Internet, like to have somebody reach out and say, you know, I, I need this kind of help, like whatever that help is, then whether it's phrased that way or not is it takes a lot. So I have trouble ever saying no, <laughs> which I suppose as an entrepreneur, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses. So, um, but I'm also happy to do it. I'm also happy to do it. I love it. It's like you're a health and wellness department store, like a Costco or Sam's club for health and wellness. <laughs> yeah. So many options. I and never... if you walk by one wonderful thing, you find another and, uh, you know how they move stuff around on Costco and, and yeah. Club where you, but that forces you to see something new. And, you know, at one point I'm like upset that I can't find it at the same time. I'm like, Ooh, but what's that? <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe we should try that. We should all switch offices one day and then have yeah, people get stations. lost for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. So your website real quick for those that are listening on podcast only is be well, ihs.com bewellihs.com. What does the IHS stand for to help people out? Stands for Integrative Health Services. There you go. So yeah. bewellihs stands for integratedhealthservices.com. So when you type it in, yes. the L's and the I are going to look awfully similar, but don't mm -hmm. fret. Bewellihs.com. Does the other one also work? Bewellmorristown.com. Does that go to the same place? Yeah. Yeah. We used to be just bewellmorristown, but we really expanded and we serve I mean, uh, I was going to say New Jersey, but it's kind of people all over the country now. So, uh, yeah. So we changed to integrative health services because integrative, that word, especially we are integrating into medical teams and we are integrating into your life. We're integrating into patient care. We're integrating into um, whatever wellness kind of journey that you're on. So that's that's what that word means. I love it. Well, thank you so much for spun. I mean, I don't know of many places that provide you know, a smorgasbord of health services like you do. And that, I think that's just nothing but smart. And, oh, when you talked about yoga, you know, I, I grew up, I was an athlete my entire life, uh, all the way through high school, wanted to do it in college. Um, and I just wanted to be a professional athlete. And I, you know, I thought I knew what hard work was until the first time I ever did yoga. Cause I looked at it <laughs> and go, people are just standing there striking poses. How hard can it be? And then I thought, mm -hmm. you know what? I have never sweat so much doing nothing, you know, so little <laughs> in my entire life because, oh, my goodness, it was awesome. I loved it. I I, be, I was never a flexible person, and I, I got to almost be a normal flexibility after doing that for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just, deceiving, right? It's deceiving it's, it's how amazing. 
how rigorous it can be. Yeah. Yeah. So put plenty of towels beneath you, especially your first time, because you're going to be dripping. It's awesome. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, appreciate that. Oh, my goodness. Woo, we're getting close to the end already, but we still have a while. Um, you mentioned uh, that you have potentially a gift for the one. Oh, speaking of yoga. Oh, my goodness. That was a perfect segue, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Let's let's hold off toward the end of the show, and I'll let you uh, divulge how people can get this incredible gift. You don't want to go anywhere. It's a great gift. Uh, in fact, I've got one to give away. I'm going to announce it now. And for anyone who is here live until the end, I normally announce this in the beginning. I've been kind of going back and forth on whether I do it. But, hey, we have people watching that deserve this. The, one of you, if you stay to the end, watch, you have to watch live. We'll win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort, compliments of Reach Our Peak. And this is not one of those things where they – you show up and they pull you down to the basement and put you through water drip torture and try to sell you on a timeshare. No, 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 no. It's legitimate. You show up, you're just like another guest. They don't know any different. And uh, this is an amazing, amazing giveaway. And there are resorts from all over the world you can choose from. Uh, can't, I mean, you've got two incredible gifts. Probably Marissa's is better because it's for your health and wellness so that you can enjoy a trip like that uh, without you know all the aches and pains and being tired and exhausted. You got to go see Marissa. You got to go check them out on BeWellIHS.com. Yes. And no, she did not pay me for any of this. This is all <laughs> gratis. This is awesome. Uh, one of the things I love to do, um, Marissa, I do have one more really awesome question I want to ask you. Uh, actually, two. I love to end every show with a very, I don't know how to say it, heavy hitting, but not heavy hitting question. It's heavy hitting, not that it hits you heavy. It's just your answer is a heavy hitter and it will be i know it i'll guarantee it to everybody out there because i've been doing this a long time now uh, i used to ask, ask this question kind of on a random basis here and there when i thought about it on shows going way back i've been doing this show almost five years and i started realizing wow these answers are pretty pretty amazing so now i close every show out with this one question i hope you didn't i hope you didn't cheat and watch the last show all the way to the end and you know what it is already because it's really cool and it's uh you, you don't know what it is and it hits you and you're like whoa okay so we're gonna ask that but in a moment um that'll be that'll be coming up in just a little bit but what i do want to ask you is um and i think we already have a semblance of the answer but i'm i'm curious if you have other than relationship uh building let's let's do it this way when it comes to the lifeblood of any business which is marketing mm -hmm. what you know, like I said before, what worked before may not be working now. And but what is working today is all that is important. You got to find what works today and stick with it until it no longer works. And you find the next for you mm -hmm. right now. Aside, ooh, this, this might be tough. Aside from relationship marketing, what would you say would be your number one go to most successful form of a marketing strategy to date? Is it reaching out on social media is it paid ads is it what is it what is it for you that you've noticed that has worked the best for you in your businesses uh social media definitely social media is then it um and it's uh one of the or it can be anyway one of the lesser expensive um ways to market i feel like there's you can dump so much money into marketing and have nothing come of it for you so marketing smart is really important and social media has really really helped us with that. And I've always been the one that done the social media for years. And because it was always my two babies, my two businesses and, and you know, delegating it out to somebody else, I was like, well, no, people aren't going to hear my voice behind it anymore. But I have somebody that does the social media now and has for a while. And especially with my businesses, which are very community based and mm. very local, like Be Well is very New Jersey based, especially Morristown, hyper local. And and the Jersey Veg Fest is, is New Jersey. Um, and social media is big because you want to target people that are local to you. So our market is very known and that is social media. It's actually even for the veg fest when we have, uh, you know, the thousands of people show up, we don't do any marketing outside of social media. We used to do billboards. We used to do radio commercials and we never got an ROI on it. We just didn't, but now it's all the past. I want to say, even since before COVID, the only marketing that we do is social media. You have to own the internet, you know, it's 2023. So that's what, that's what we've really done. And it's been successful. I love it. Uh, does that include Facebook pages, groups? Uh, is there any one of those that works better than the other? 
Facebook is good. I've noticed that Instagram, so our target market, especially for the VegFest, um, our target market is like about like our, I would have to say like a real standard, I guess you could say avatar, as you said, is about somebody that's 35, 36 years old, somewhere in there. And those are, that's like your millennial generation and they're on Instagram. That seems to be like the, their big yeah. platform. Um, but TikTok is really towards like the Gen Zers. So like, that's something we haven't really gotten into TikTok too much, but that's something that we definitely have to transition to, to make sure that we're, we're catching these new people as they come in. Facebook I've noticed is a little bit more for an, an older generation, older than the millennials. Mm -hmm. So most of our marketing is on Instagram and Facebook, but you know, as, as people continue to get older, we're going to have to transition into into uh TikTok. It's definitely gonna be advantageous for us to do that. Or who knows what the next thing is. There's now yes. kids <laughs> and there's, you know, it's I feel like social media changes so much and there'll be a new platform and a new thing. Yeah. And so you know, there's a little bit of keeping up with the times, but um but yeah, that's what we've been doing. And that I mean you're just following the age old adage of go where your target market hangs out and that's it. Wherever that is today, go there. And yeah, you know, exactly. And so it's beautiful. I mean, it's working for you. And there's, you know, that that tells everyone out there, look, what that statement says is absolutely true. Just go where your people are hanging out, whether that be social media, physical locations, whatever it happens to be, be there and and have your presence felt and and provide, you know, valuable information, stuff that people can actually do something with or interesting or entertaining, all that good stuff. And that takes time and effort and tweaking and testing and uh, blood, sweat, and tears, and <laughs> Marissa Sweeney's personal time for many years. <laughs> yeah, it most certainly does. All right. So, yes, we have a couple gifts to give away. This is the gift-giving time. So, uh, Marissa, I want to hand it over to you to describe this amazing, amazing uh, gift that you're offering our wonderful people here on the Mind Body Business Show. I'm going to put it up on the screen and let you describe where they can go to get it and how to acquire it. Here we go. Yeah. So we are giving not nearly as exciting, if you ask me, as the trip to Mexico. However, the five <laughs> classes, the five class pack of yoga classes, um, if you are not local to Morristown, New Jersey, no big deal because we live stream all of our classes. Mm. So you can use this five pack of classes to join us live to uh, to live stream and, or join us on the live stream. That works, too. And um, and the code is right there. It's be well five. Be well is all in caps. And uh, yeah, that's that's essentially it. Does not matter your uh, level of practice or your level of experience. I always say whether you've been on a yoga mat a thousand times or never, you you will be a, you will find a place in our classes. Absolutely. So they go to bewellihs.com, and where do they find this uh, yoga class that they can grab? So all you have to do is click on the yoga tab. It's like right on the homepage. And right. then um, it'll it'll lead you to we have almost like a second party website that integrates where you can sign up all the classes online. If there's any if there's ever any problem, you can always just send us a message and we'll make sure you you can get it redeemed. Yeah. Let's click on the more button right there. Yeah, you can click on the more button that takes you to our list of classes. Fantastic. And um, yeah, that's where you see like the whole schedule. Everything is there. Um, oh, as soon as it loads, there it goes. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. So like you can also get an idea of like if you scroll down. Well, you can also filter as you can see from if you want beginner classes, if you want uh -huh. like we even have a free class that we do every Sunday. It's just a community class. Um, so depending on what you're looking for, you can uh, filter through. You can read what classes that you want and then you can apply your you can apply your classes that your pack that you have. I love it. Thank you so much for that. And the promo code is all caps B well and the number five. So you mm -hmm. want to go to bewellihs.com, find the yoga image and the button, click on that, and then pick the class you want, enter the promo code, and you will be off to Sweatville in your <laughs> yoga class. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. It is awesome. A great experience to uh, do a yoga class. If you haven't, if you have, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It, it just, it's so freaking awesome for the body and the mind, actually. Yeah. It's yes. pretty awesome. All right, and then we do have another gift to give away, uh, and that is the five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. And I'm going to put that on the screen, and here's the thing. You have to be watching this live in, a, in order to win, and you do not need to go to this URL right now. Wait till we're done. Write this down. Wait till the show's over, and we will still process the entries and 
announce the winner. It's a random draw, uh, and we'll announce the, the winner later this evening. And all you have to do is write this URL down and then enter your information to win after the show is over because we have one more incredible profound question to ask Marissa. So you don't want to miss that. But here it is real quick. I'm going to bring it up on the screen. Where you want to go, once I find it, is, there it is, is, write this down. It's RYP, which stands for Reach Your Peak, RYP.im forward slash vacation, all lowercase, RYP.im forward slash vacation. And just a hint, guest experts are allowed to enter as well. And we've had some win over the over the period of time. That's a hint, hint, wink, wink to Marissa Sweeney. Uh, RYP.im <laughs> forward slash vacation write that down when the show is over go there you'll it's super simple you opt in it'll tell you all about the great destinations and then uh i hope you're the winner whoever's watching and listening right now all of you i hope you all win i know only one will but the only way to do this is if you're watching live so if you're listening to this or watching on a recording how do you do that how do you get onto the live show and know when we're going to go live well it's simple you go to the mind body business show.com and you'll see many buttons on there in the middle that all say where and how to watch click on any one of them it'll zoom you down to an opt-in form and you'll literally get a hotel discount card just for opting in uh, that's sent to you immediately costs nothing and we don't spam we are only going to announce to you the moment our next show goes live we are here at least once a week at the same time typically uh every week but you will be notified with a link to directly click on join us live and you'll be able to enter to win yourself the next time so Back to the lovely, the amazing, the very talented and successful Marissa Sweeney. Yes, big buildup because of the big question about to unfold right here. This is going to be fun. And so the good news is, uh, Marissa, uh, is that there is no such thing as a wrong answer. Ooh, it's, not, okay. it's, it's not a test. In other <laughs> words. Uh, the exact opposite is actually the case because, you know, I always say to people, it's personal. It's, it can be a personal question. The thing is, is the only correct answer is your answer. And it's only because it's unique to you. And that's the only thing that makes it personal. It's, it's not like getting into your knickers about your personal life at all. It's just, it's unique to you. And if you get the answer like instantly, or if you need to ponder for several seconds, that's also just perfect because guess what? It's your answer. Once again, there's nothing you can do to make it a wrong answer. So with all that buildup, are you ready? Okay. Oh, my. <laughs> I love it. All right. Here we go. Marissa Sweeney. How do you define success? Oh, my. Um, how do I? Um, I find personally success and happiness to be synonymous terms. So I think maybe at face value, think people might think of success, <coughs> excuse me, success as as financial success, as in, oh, you've made a lot of money, congratulations. But are you happy? Because I think there's a lot of people that might have financial success, but aren't happy. They're not happy with their lives when they wake up and the commute that they have to do maybe and the job and the people that they work with and what else is there that we all have except for our lives. And if your, lives, if your life isn't something that you're enjoying, or do you really have success? Um, so, that's what I would have to say success is. Success and happiness are synonymous terms. And finding what makes you happy, I think, is really uh, our life's work. And that's going to evolve and it's going to change. And you're going to go down paths that you think might lead you there that don't. And and sometimes they do. And um, and I think that's actually one of the that's one of the pretty beautiful things about life is really taking that journey. Uh, to find what makes you happy and and to harness it and to have it be part of you and and experience it every day and that is success. Wow! And <laughs> as I knew it would be a super profound, incredible, tremendous, stupendous response from Marissa Sweeney. Uh, the the cool thing, Marissa, is I've been doing this a long time now. Uh, this very question, at least three years, and no two people have ever answered it the same way yet. Mm. I don't know if they ever will. And that's the that's the profound part of it. And you said yeah. so many wonderful, amazing things there where, you know, where you uh, what may be success for you today may not be tomorrow. And it's a it's a you didn't say these exact words, but like as a journey, it's going to take, yeah. you know, going down a path and finding your own way to that happiness. And 
It's so true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're going to find changing vocations and jobs and businesses and, and focus and people all, all the time. And that's, you know what, it's called a wondrous journey and just enjoy it through all the pitfalls and all the, the craziness. Just keep, keep that stiff upper chin, uh, upper, upper lip, I guess it's called. Um, yeah. That, that sturdy chin. I don't know what it's called with the chin, but uh do what Marissa did. And so if you want to learn how to become super successful as a business, then get some health services, integrative health services from Marissa. Maybe she'll give you a hint or two or some, maybe some off the side coaching sessions on how to become <laughs> successful as an entrepreneur. Cause you can tell she's passionate about it. She knows a lot. She's yeah. been through a lot. She's worked her butt off uh, and still continues to do so knowing what it takes to be, not just become successful, to maintain that success and maybe elevate it. Because here's the thing. I know what Marissa wants to do. She wants to serve more people. And the only way she can do that is to elevate and scale and grow her business even more. And I hope that her business becomes wealthy beyond measure, that Marissa becomes wealthy beyond measure, because I know that a good part of that will be turned back into growing it and serving more people and helping more people. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's the heart of an entrepreneur. And, and I also hope that Marissa takes some time off and splurges with some of that great success <laughs> and enjoys life and, and hits that reset button so she can also then later come back and serve people as she always has. So Marissa, you're, you're just a breath of fresh air. I appreciate you so much for coming on. Um, and uh, real quick, how can people best get in touch with you that they want to get in touch with you directly? Is it your website? Do you have other means that are more efficient? What would that be for you? Yeah, website's probably the best. You know, we have the contact us page on both websites that it, it all comes right to me. So that's how you'll speak to me. Um, but also my personal email is just my first name, M-A-R-I-S-A -S at, and then it's the website, bwellihs.com. That'll be the easiest way to reach me too. Don't so, forget, um, it's Marissa with one S. Don't forget. With one S that confuses everybody. But uh, yeah, it's Marissa at bwellihs.com. Fantastic. Woo. And you are fantastic. Thank you once again. I appreciate you. Uh, that's it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I, it's like separation anxiety. I don't want to end it, but we must for uh, out of respect to everybody's time, especially Marissa's. You know, she and I were both on the East Coast right now. It's kind of late now. Uh, appreciate you for staying on and uh, appreciate everyone else who has been watching us from the get go, whether you're on live, whether you've watched the recording or listened to us on podcasts. We're on 35 podcast platforms. Come on. You can get to us anyway. Uh, possible, but be sure to reach out to Marissa and look into what she offers, not only for yourself, but also for those that you know and love uh, and help them as well. You can tell Marissa is in this for the people, not necessarily just for uh, fame and fortune and riches, which, you know, money is part of it. We have to make money to continue to do what we do. But thank you, Marissa. Appreciate you. Have a great evening. And for everyone thank else you. there, you bet. And for everyone else watching and listening, please do two things, just two. Number one, continue to crush it so you can serve more people like Marissa does. And number two, above all else, everyone, please be blessed. That is it for us here on the Mind Body Business Show. On behalf of Marissa Sweeney, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. Until next time, we will see you once again. Take care, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is...